was lost, hopelessly, irretrievably lost. Amelia Earhart lost. All that's missing is the smoke monster lost. The kind of lost you only got when you were running seriously late and were this close to being fired. Again. <sighs> I suppose a little visibility would be too much to ask, I muttered, rubbing my sleeve against the fogged glass of the windshield. I squinted at the faded, peeling road sign that marked the fork off Sedgemore Road. I was pretty sure the bold block letters were painted sometime during the Lewis and Clark expedition. Did my client live so far away from civilization that the Washington Highway Department simply forgot his road existed? My cell phone's navigation app had certainly glossed over it. Smartphone my ass. I pulled the pimped-out, late-model suburban I'd dubbed the Batmobile onto the muddy shoulder and checked the map again. Sedgemore Road had several forks. Then again, I wasn't sure I was still on Sedgemore. Pierce County only went so far. In my vehicular meanderings through the forest, had I accidentally broken immigration laws and ventured into Canada? I checked the glowing green lights of the digital clock. I was 40 minutes behind schedule. Well, yesterday's schedule. Either way, I should have had Mr. Sutherland loaded up and halfway to Tacoma by now. Panic surged through my chest, a hot, acidic burn that humiliated as much as it pained. How did this crap always end up happening to me? I wasn't stupid, careless, or lazy. I didn't wake up in the morning and think, you know what, today's a good day for massive, humiliating failure. I didn't intend to be this late in my first official pickup as a transport specialist for Beeline, Half Moon Hollow's only daytime vampire concierge service. I didn't intend for a depressed chicken to leap to its death from a sunny farms truck, splintering my windshield and requiring a day-long delay in Kansas City for repairs. I certainly didn't intend for the Batmobile's post-cross-country, pre-cross-country tune-up to take an hour longer than promised by that sketchy gas station mechanic, putting me behind schedule and on the road after dark, where no person with ordinary human vision would be able to see through the rain, much less read Sacagawea's road signs. Can an inner monologue hyperventilate? I squeezed my eyes shut, breathing slowly and deliberately through my nose, just like the therapist told me before I stopped going, after the second session. I focused on the sound of the rain pounding against the roof of the car. I inhaled the scent of the cheap pine air freshener that the detailers used on the upholstery, which was sort of superfluous considering my evergreen surroundings. The steering wheel was warm and smooth beneath my palms, slightly damp. I forced myself to open my eyes. I was a pucket, damn it, and puckets didn't lose our nerve. We schemed, we interjected, we occasionally drank too much and told someone what we really thought of them at a Christmas party, but we never lost our nerve. I'd faced situations far more complicated than this before, and emerged un, well, relatively unscathed, without lasting damage, at least. And I'd laughed most of the way. There was no reason to get wound up now.